So I don't know how many stories which start this way have happy endings, but here's how this story begins. It was around midnight, and I was 30 miles outside of Istanbul. Okay, but that's because I was at the new Istanbul airport in a shuttle waiting to go to a hotel. And you know what? Before I continue, I want to give a shout out to the Istanbul Airport Durusu Club Hotel for taking very good care of me during my visit. I really do appreciate it very much. Thank you. So I'm in their shuttle, and another guy gets in. I didn't expect that. I thought it was a private shuttle. We hashed it out, very much a no-worries situation. There was some general dickering about involving the driver, and we pulled away from the airport. So the other passenger and I were talking, and uh, he was white, pale guy, you know, pale hair, pale eyes, and I couldn't place his accent. So I asked him where he was from. He told me Brazil. I'm not sure why this was the next question out of my mouth, but I asked him, do you happen to be a tennis fan? And this guy's response to me, 30 miles outside of Istanbul around midnight, was, yeah, did you see the finals in Madrid today? <laughs> and I said, no, I missed the men's. I was in flight. I saw part of the women's who won. He told me Djokovic had taken home the trophy. I asked, over whom? He said, team. And I sat back and said, wow, team is getting so, so good. Watching him develop is amazing. And this guy said to me, yeah, it's nice to finally have a shakeup in the big three and not always see Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal. And now it's on, right? 30 miles outside of Istanbul around midnight. Okay, in this shuttle. This guy and I started just going back and forth about tennis. I asked him who his favorite Brazilian player was. And he immediately said, Kirtan, Guga. So I stated that Guga was certainly a reasonable favorite to have. But being a Nadal guy, I brought up the King of Clay and said, you know, it's really too bad. We can't see these two guys, each in his prime, facing one another repeatedly. He agreed. Then I offered, you know, I do have to say, though, that with total respect for Guga, I think Rafa would win almost all of these matches. He agreed and said it would be unreasonable to assume that Guga would have a high win rate in those situations. Then, I wish I could explain this more precisely, but a very funny look affixed itself to his face, and he said to me, Yeah, Nadal is the best. I asked him what Guga had been up to lately, what he was up to, you know, these days, and uh, the guy said he's still in Florianopolis. He's very popular and has a couple of construction companies. And I observed, so he's having a very successful retirement from tennis then. Shuttle Homie looked at me and said, very. Then he said, also I want to tell you that he's every bit the good guy who he was portrayed as during his career. He's a very genuine, generous, loving guy. And, you know, we continued talking about miscellaneous tennis-related stuff, um, a fair amount of it involving Novak Djokovic, and we arrived at the hotel. Pitch black, middle of the forest, right? We get to the hotel, and I'm just feeling very out of place in time and space already, and I haven't had much sleep. And the desk can only check in one guest at a time. So Shuttle Homie checks in, and the moment I check in, I feel this guy place his hand on my shoulder, right, from behind. And he says to me, 
my friend, I've waited to show you. And then he puts his passport in front of my face. Now, again, I'm pretty out of it, and I have glasses on, okay? I usually wear contacts, but I wear glasses when I fly, and they're an old prescription. And I couldn't quite figure out what was up, and I lifted my glasses, and he pointed to his last name, which was... Nadal. So, there's that, everybody. You can send any listener mail to triplebreakpoint at outlook.com.